Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Monday. Yes, it's Monday. Yes, back to the land of smartphones and dumb niggas. What's happening? Good morning. Did you miss us? Back to the work week. Yes. Yes, I had a great vacation. I needed it. That was everybody's vacation. You went out to, where'd you go? Did you go to Bahamas and you went to Essence Music Festival? Yeah, I started off my vacation at the SLS at the Bahamar in the Bahamas. It just opened in November. I had a great, great, great time. I saw on the 4th of July, Shaq was DJing at the pool. Shaq actually hit me and told me, to ask Angela Yee how her time was with me in the Bahamas. <laughs> yes, I was like, bro, we on vacation. He's like, I'm listening to y'all right now. I'm like, you're listening to the best of shows, sir. Goodness gracious. Yeah, so Shaq was at the pool DJing, and he says to me, how come you guys haven't spoken about me on The Breakfast Club in a while? I said, well, you haven't really... Done anything crazy. I mean, what do you want? You want us to? We can. Uh, I was like, why don't yeah, you come to the show? Exactly. He was I'm, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> exactly. Ask Shaq why he ain't ever pull up on The Breakfast yeah, Club. Yeah, he never came up But Shaq was in town. We weren't here, but he was... In oh, town, he? yeah, in New York City. So I'm sure we're gonna get him on the show. Yeah, he hit me up. He sent me a video of him DJing out there and asked uh, his uh, my opinion on how he did. Yeah, he did a great job. I didn't know what to it. expect from DJ Diesel. DJ Diesel. But he did do a good job. But the Bahamar was great. The SLS. It was a girls' trip for me. A bunch of my friends uh, came out there. Shout out to Tracy and my girl Natina and Robin from Baller Alert. All of us were out there. Uh, Alex, a.k.a. Passport Cuddy. It was okay. a fun time. And then I went to Essence Fest, mm-hmm. and that was huge. So it was kind of like going from that relaxation to go, go, go mode back to in craziness. New Orleans at Essence Fest. But it was uh, incredible this year. I was out there with State Farm. Had a great time. Shout out to my guy Larry Morrow, who opened up Morrow's Restaurant in New Orleans. It mm-hmm. was popping out there. Yeah, shout out to Larry. Now, Charlamagne, you was in uh, Anguilla. Yes, drop on the clues, Bonds, for the beautiful country of Anguilla. Mm-hmm. You know that's my spot. And, you know, it was all of those rumors about uh, LeBron James being there last week. He was there. He, well, he left. left. He, he left, yeah, he he left, left when Charlamagne got he there. Le- no, he left on Saturday. And, cause I, and the reason I know that is because my villa was right next to his villa. Mm. Okay? But I didn't pay 75 grand for my villa. I was there on Airbnb uh, staying with some friends, and their villa just happened to be um, right next to LeBron. Did you kick it with him? Did you talk to him? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> why, would I, why, why would I? I don't I know that. I man. don't know if y'all were running next to each other on the beach. Uh, oh, you know, know no. You uh, he, uh, actually, my wife was running on the beach when him and his family was in the water. That See? is a fact. See? Yes, but uh, no. actually, I heard about that. I ran into Marvette, who was out there dropping the clues bombs for the homie Marvette. Also, I saw her at Essence Fest. That's the homie. She yeah. was with me okay. a, a lot last week. Okay. I was in Disney. I did like 10, 15 days at Disney. So you did a vacation. I did a vacation. Well, actually, it was good. Actually, I got home. I just relaxed. I just chilled by the pool the whole week and just relaxed and just played with the kids all day. I had a, It was a fun-filled two weeks for me. All right. Well, back to reality, Let's folks. get the show back started. Back to the BS. Let's do it. All right. Front page news. What are we talking about? Well, let's talk about this Thai cave rescue. I know you guys have been following this story. How did they get in the cave? I actually haven't. I keep seeing, I, I kept seeing kids trapped in the cave. I'm like, what are they talking about? Yeah, how did they get in this damn cave? Well, they went to, to go explore. The, in the cave and they disappeared 
after that happened. They said the water levels from the rain forced the team to wander further in. They were hoping to find some shelter, and it's a very complex cave, all different types of routes that you can go, all different kinds of chambers. So that was the issue. We'll oh, talk I thought, about okay, it I thought they were like a soccer team. They are a soccer they team. Are, but they were exploring the cave, the cave. Oh, after I thought, like, a game. The bus, I didn't see the story. So just mm. in my mind when I saw the headline, I'm like, okay, the bus ran off the road. Crashed. Crashed. And they they yeah. fell into a cave. No. I didn't know. I thought no. maybe they were playing soccer in the cave. I couldn't figure no, out how no, they no, got no. in this cave. Yes. All right. We'll talk about it when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now let's talk about these kids stuck in the cave. Yes, it's a, a trapped group of kids between the ages of 11 to 16 and their 25-year-old football coach. They disappeared because they decided to explore this cave after a football game on June 23rd. But once they got inside the cave, they said the water levels from the rain and made the team wander further in. And they were trying to find some shelter, but it's a very complex labyrinth of different ways and routes that you can go. They've actually sent some Navy divers in to try and rescue the boys. Four of them have been rescued so far. They have not identified who those four boys are, but they are currently being treated. They're going back in today. The problem is there's been rain, Mm -hmm. and there's going to be even more rain today, which is forcing them to go further in. Also, there's limited oxygen, so they're bringing in these oxygen tanks, but they actually had to refill them because they had been depleted during the first phase of the rescue mission. Now, Elon Musk is building a kid-sized submarine to rescue the Thai kids who are trapped in the cave as well. He's building it? How long does that take, Mr. Musk? I was thinking the same thing. Like he's built, oh, it's already built. Yeah, so he was uh, working on getting that done. Elon Musk is really Batman. How do you just build a kid-sized submarine that you feel like And get that uh, handled. How long have they been in the cave? The construction took about eight hours. Wow! And then it was a 17-hour flight to Thailand. How long have you been in the cave, though? Uh, I guess this happened a couple of days ago. The game was on June 23rd. And then after that game, you know, they were out there. Then they ended up uh, being in that cave. They said the first rescue operation took nine hours, and that's when four of the boys were rescued. So damn near three weeks in the cave, huh? Well, why four uh, four of them got arrested, but the other eight are still in there? They didn't get arrested. They got rescued. 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 Right. No, they actually, I think they were only in there for about 24 hours. They were out there because of the game, and then they went to go rescue. But they, why, they went to go in the But game. why only four got rescued and the other eight are still in there? They weren't all together? Well, they had only a certain amount of um, oxygen tanks. And, so they they, and, and then it's very hard. They said the worst part is the very beginning where it's very narrow to try to get them out. So each one gets the oxygen tank and then they have to put the oxygen tank in front of them. The ones with the least health they got first. So the ones that were, that were sick and... and we're, we're looking bad. They rescued them first. My producers are whispering to me they are the strongest. I don't know what they got to do with right, that. Right. They can't rescue them all at the same time. So they had to pick and choose right. who's going first to get rescued. The weakest ones get rescued first. Oh, so like how women and children first. You said, but no, he, but Eddie said that they the, the strongest got picked first. Though. No. Well, they, they said, said they, each boy, each boy is being accompanied by two different divers, and it takes hours to actually get through the tunnels, through the dark water. So, you know, they said it's going to take days to bring all twelve of them and their coach to the surface. Mm. That's got to be a very difficult decision to decide who uh, goes first. Okay. <laughs> Remember, you ever seen that episode of the Cosby Show and Cockroach and Theo arguing about going into dance mania or whatever? You remember that? No. no. Imagine how that discussion went. Yeah, but that's to be really hard for their families, too. They don't even know which of the boys were rescued yet and all of that. So I'm sure everybody's praying right now that all of them can get rescued. One, actually, Thai Navy SEAL died during the rescue attempt. Wow. That sucks. So you can imagine how difficult this is. Wow. So how long have they been down so far? 24 hours, you said? It's been more than 24 hours. The first four boys got rescued, I think, 24 hours after it happened. So now they have to go back in today. Well, God bless them. Absolutely. All right, anything else we got front page news? Any positive news, anything? 
I have more stories, but none of it's very positive. I mean, in Haiti right now, some U.S. missionary groups are stranded. Protesters took to the streets because of a fuel price hike that was ordered by the government. They said price for gasoline rose 38%. So some people, they're saying if you are in Haiti and you're trying to get out, make sure you call and see if your flight is leaving because they shut down the airport. So people are trying to get to the airport and roads are blocked off and things like that right now. And you know what's so crazy? I wanted to go explore some caves in Angola. No, you did not. I did. I'm dead serious. Mm-hmm. And now, now after hearing this story, I'm like, I'm so glad I did not do that. Mm. Like my anxiety is kicking in. Like I actually went into the cave already. My goodness. All right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can call us right now. Maybe you had a bad vacation, bad 4th of July, and you just want to get things off your mind. 800-585-1051. Or if you want to spread some positivity, you can do that as well. Phone lines are wide open. Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Pick up the mother, mother phone and dial. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Mario from Atlanta. Mario from the ATL. Get it off your chest, bro. Oh, my God. Is this really DJ Ivy, though? Yes, sir. Oh, my, oh yes, my God. Sir. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. No, I'm sure. Okay. Sorry. Okay. So, anyway, um, I went to, I, was, I spent 4th of July at Stone Mountain. Uh, and let me tell you, one of the best fireworks shows, but... I don't know if you know about the controversy with what's on the mountain, which, you know, are, is General E. Lee, you know, the Confederate uh, leaders, essentially. Yes. And, you know, let me tell you, they do not hold back in glamorizing this freaking monument during the show, even. You know, and it's just one of those things where, you know, I mean, if you're going to put somebody, some people like that on the mountain, okay, I get it. You have the right to do that because, you know, it's your mountain or whatever. But why not also put, like, Martin Luther King up there? Or why not also put Jimmy Carter or some other people from No, it's, it's not even a also. They should uh, tear, tear all of that stuff down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you want to... Because of what it represents. Exactly. And I'm, yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. You lost me when you told me that you were excited <laughs> to go to Stone Mountain and you're from Atlanta. I'm like, wow, you need to get out more, my brother. Oh, wait, no. Oh, I didn't, I didn't say that. Oh, you got to rewind. I didn't say that. I didn't say I was excited to go to Stone Mountain. You sound excited. I said I'm excited. No, I just, I'm excited to, so I was excited about DJ Envy, like, hearing y'all, like, and you, and, oh my, I, I'm sorry, I'm, oh my God, I can't believe I'm talking to y'all right now. Oh we got God, you, bro, we got you, well, thank you. you definitely bro. need to get out more. All right, have a, have a blessed day. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for the support. Hello, who's this? Hello, this is Rico from the Metro, Charlemagne, what it do? 803, what's happening, my brother? Rico, what's up, get it off your chest. Hey, man, I'm, I'm just calling to say I'm blessed, man. And, hey, shout out to you and the Casey Crew podcast. I'm all caught up on it, man, and that thing has helped out a lot, man. Thank you, brother. Straight up, shout out to you and Gil, man. Appreciate and you. One time for the Black Indie Movement. I've been, I called in a little, like, a few weeks ago to talk about it. It's kicking off at the end of the month. Basically, the same thing y'all got going on, just promoting black individuals, man. That's what we're doing out here, so... That's kicking off at the end of the month. I'm blessed about that, man. We just keeping it moving. Young entrepreneurs out here, you know? All right, brother. Hello, who's this? Hey, DJ Envy, Charlemagne the God. What's up, my Good brother? Morning. Good morning. What's up, bro? Get hey. it off your chest, man. How y'all doing, man? I'm doing good, man. I'm just I'm a little upset about this Drake album, man. Uh-oh. Hey, hey Charlemagne, how you feel about that line he threw at you, man? I, I see the light and see the darkest patches. He's excited. I love it. I appreciate the line. Um, But I, I, the album is very mediocre, like most Drake That's albums are. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I mean, it's, 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 with the records on there that are really good or really, really, really good, and then the overall project is just like, eh. I mean, Drake just don't make great albums. We so just it need has to light and dark that. patches, you would say. Yeah, It's like Drake absolutely. can do no wrong with a lot of his fans, and I just feel like it's overrated. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he just... 
if you if you're reading this now, it's too late. Was this was this classic? Now all of a sudden it's just. I actually, I like the album. I just felt like it was too long. I felt like if he would have just made one album with all the joints I really like, it would have been a really Envy, all you're basically saying is that he made a mediocre album. But I just, he got a lot of joints. Now, are you doing the In My Feelings challenge, though? Great record. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I mean, Shane Room ain't picked it up or nothing yet. I've been tagging them, man. I've been tagging them about 100 times. Oh, wait, they picked you up or do you want them to? Nah, they ain't picked me up. They're picking up everybody else who's doing these weak. Uh, what's your in Instagram? I'm going to go look at it. I think I got the best one. You what's, know what I'm saying? What's your Instagram? Okay, mine, mine's Big Vern 619, but I'm, I'm going to shoot it. I'm, I'm going to put it on there. I, I just, I don't know. They ain't messing with me, man. I don't know. I'm going to put and, it back and, on there because I, I, got, I got frustrated and took it down when they, take, when they ain't put me on there. So. All right, Vern. And for the record, on there. Thank you. For the record, I was not excited by no goddamn Drake bar. Oh, here's Angelique. breaking news. Rescuers uh, just bought a fifth boy out of the cave just now. Oh, and by the way, Twitter's very mad at us because they said them kids have been down there for two and a half weeks. That's what I said. I, I know. said they've been down there three weeks. <laughs> June 23rd. A little bit more than 24 After, hours. You said, no, I said that. I said them kids have been down there for about three weeks. Yeah, when I was in Orlando. They've been down there almost three weeks. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass this is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hi, it's talking to LaShondra. Hey, LaShondra, get it off your chest, mama. No, I'm just happy to be alive this morning. Thank you, Jesus. I want to call in and say that. There, there you go. go. Okay, mama. The front page news, I really just see you guys every morning. This morning, he, your story was a little funky with the baby. Not he a little funky. It was oh, funky. Absolutely, it was wrong. So do your research a little more before you get on the news and inform the people. You're That's absolutely correct. You guys. All right, mama. All right, let's fix it now. So the kids were actually there for a football game. They got stuck in the cave June 23rd. It was the last time they were seen, and it took 24 hours for them to rescue the first four kids after they went in. Football means a soccer game, you mean, right? Well, yeah, but they call it football. All right, but it's called the football team. Are we sure it was June we call 23rd? It, we call it soccer. Because it's been two and a half weeks? Two and a half weeks. Yeah, okay. They were there for like a week with no food, no nothing, and then finally somebody said As a matter of fact, we're the only people that call football soccer. Hello, who's this? Yeah, what's up, Andy? Man, this is Omar from the Boogie Down Bronx. Omar, what's up, man? Get it off your chest, bro. Ain't nothing, man. Just thank God for the for another year. Happy birthday, Charlemagne. You know we can't just see forty you know, all day long. Yeah, man, thirty-two all day long, all day long. Nobody asked you that, sir. I'm rub it in, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, man. Y'all keep on doing y'all thing. You know, I love the juice bars. You know what I'm saying? It's a really blessing, man. You know. All right, brother. Thank you, man. Hello, who's this? Yo, iPhone shit, what's up, y'all? iPhone, what's up, bro? I want to welcome y'all back, man. I was I was like, man, where the crew at? But then I logged on and, and, and saw all y'all was on vacation. You know, but I want to get it off my chest because, um, no matter of fact, I want to spread some positivity. I usually don't ride the motorcycle like that, so, like, my man bought a bike, and um, I guess his brake was kind of faulty, and I was riding the bike fast, and I um, it was so fortunate. I got me. I'm Yo, I'm gonna be honest with you, iPhone. Your phone is kind of breaking up. Right. So it sounded like you I'm said sorry. that. It sounded like you said that man's D was kind of funky, and oh you was riding goodness. it. No, I promise you, that's what it sounded like, bro. And then it's like you pushed his butt to the side. Now I was like, right, what? iPhone. You had a great Yo, listen, week, huh? I'm telling you, man. I'm two edges away. I get up there, boy. <laughs> Well, I'm telling you, best stop, boy. Hey. Anyway, welcome Ain't back. nothing changed since we got back. I see the ain't changed. Security's yo, still downstairs. Pull up if you I want to. I need my followers back, yo. Ain't nobody following me but Ratchet Ass Charlemagne. Whoa. Ain't not following me. Ain't, ain't following me. 
Let me follow him. Let me show him. I follow you, iPhone. He said you the only one that follow him. You listening to me? I tell him I can't hear him. His phone's breaking up. I don't know what's going on. iPhone, you need a new SIM card. Hello, who's this? Hi, good morning, Breakfast Club. Good, good morning. morning. Who's this? My name's Carrie. I'm in LA, and I'm mad this morning. Why are you mad, Mom? I'm mad. My our AC went out. Oh. And we had this heat wave. It's terrible. I cannot sleep. I'm sorry for Yeah, you, it was 117 degrees at one point in LA, right? Yes, it was. And happy belated C40. Thank you, baby. Welcome back, everyone. We missed you. I miss you guys, but welcome back. We're happy to be back. All right, Mama. Good. That's good. All right. Well, enjoy That's your day, Mama. Enjoy your Monday. You too, guys. Okay. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now, we got rumors on the way? I mean, yeah. Let's talk about all the albums that have been coming out, because, you know, we haven't been here in a while. So we'll talk about that. Also, let's discuss Future. He's throwing some shots at somebody, and let's see if you know who he's talking about. And let the record show. Like, uh, unlike news, we don't have to get rumors right, because they're just rumors. All right? <laughs> <laughs> we can wing this one. All right. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. What's happening? Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk proposals. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, congratulations to Chance the Rapper and Kristen Corley. Chance the Rapper did propose to his longtime girlfriend and the mother of his daughter. And uh, he's celebrating. Now, what they were doing is, and people were very critical of this, they were at a cookout when he proposed. I thought it was cute and sweet and very much something that I could see happening, but people thought that it wasn't enough of a proposal, I guess. It wasn't enough hoopla around it. And Chance the Rapper did respond to some of that criticism. One person said, can I be honest? I really thought Chance the Rapper proposal was extra hot, smelly trash. I'm all for keeping it simple, but five years and a kid, she deserved a little more effort. It was kind of F-boyish. Like, well, I guess we can finally get married. He responded, I know you're probably saying all that ish to be funny, but it's still pretty whack that you had all of them tweets worth of hate for another N-words proposal. Get off my D. Way too many characters, Chance. First of all, that was not nobody on social media's proposal. That was your proposal mm -hmm. to your fiance. If she liked it, that's all that matters. That's she all that matters. She looks very happy. And his daughter was there. I thought it was sweet. That's she, what said, she said yes, right? Yeah, she, she said did yes. Say yes. <laughs> the nerve, the audacity of some people to tell me that my proposal is trash. They're miserable. It has nothing to do with you in your life. But I can't even believe that he cared enough to respond. Like, you you know, it's between you and her what y'all want to do. And she's happy. She said yes. She looked excited. She was taking a lot of pictures, showing her ring after and, that. And do we know any of the circumstances around the proposal? That could have been like their childhood home that they grew up anything, in. Yeah. That could have been the first place they met when they were kids. Who knows what the meaning of him doing it there was? You don't even know. All right, now let's talk about Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin. They also are engaged. Apparently, this went down in the Bahamas. And according to eyewitnesses, he proposed to her at a resort there. And he had everybody put away their phones before he actually popped the question as well. How long have they been dating? This has been not too long, right? Like, Well, you know what? They've been months? off and on because they dated previously. And I guess they broke up, got back together. She's 21. Justin Bieber is 24 years old. And he told GQ back in 2016 that uh, Haley Baldwin was someone I really love. We spent a lot of time together. And then just in May of this year... Haley spoke about their on-again, off-again relationship. She told the Times UK, Justin and I were friends for a long time. We went through a long period
period of time when we weren't friends. We didn't speak for quite some time. And there was a lot of weirdness that went on. We've moved past that. All these young men hanging it up early, man. You're better than mm-hmm. I was at that age. Drop on the clues bombs for Justin Bieber, damn it. What does Selena Gomez think about all this, though? I don't know. Does she care? I can't say what she thinks about it. But mm-hmm. Ariana Grande has defended her and Justin Bieber's really quick engagements. Now no, somebody the, said... Uh, Ariana, oh, her, Ariana defending Justin's engagement. Yeah, her, oh. and her own, too, because she's engaged to Pete Davidson. Drop one of the clues bombs from my man, Pete. That was a fast one, too. Hey, man. Right, so somebody <laughs> had uh, posted first Ariana get engaged to Pete Davidson and now Justin Bieber to Haley Baldwin. The devil works hard, but Scooter Braun works harder. And she responded. What responded. the got to do with any of this? manages both of them. Ariana, Ariana and Y'all be reaching with the correlation. Reaching, it's funny, though. Well, Ariana responded. She said, you do realize we are human beings who love and who have lives, right? And that Scooter is a wonderful human being who cares first and foremost about health and happiness. Love is lit. Ish happens. I hope to God it happens to you, too. You deserve it. And she said also, Scooter's on vacation with his beautiful family. Leave him alone. Why do y'all care what these celebrities are doing so much? If they want to get engaged, if they want to get married, let them. What's happening in your world? All right. And in the meantime, Steph Curry and Aisha Curry also welcome their son, Cannon. Uh, Cannon W. Jack is his name. Cannon W. Jack Curry. And let so, me guess. People started tweeting, I don't like Cannon's name. I don't like that <laughs> name. That name, I, I don't approve of the name that y'all named y'all child. Well, no, I don't know if anybody said that, but, you know, now they have a son. So two daughters and you a got son. his boy. Congratulations to them. And Remy Ma and Papoose announced that they're expecting a baby. Congrats to they them. They just renewed their vows after 10 years of marriage. And... In an Instagram video, they actually announced the pregnancy in front of friends and family. They, she said, I've been eating right, working out, and preparing for this for almost a year. We are so happy. Thank you to everyone that prayed for us and sent blessings our way. Sidebar, been super sick, lost an extra seven pounds, but I'm so much better now. And a special thank you to everyone who helped me pull this day together in 72 hours. Salute to Remy and Pat. Uh, I'm glad that they're finally having their child. Dropping the clues bombs for them. Yeah, so she announced forever. that she was 14 weeks pregnant with the caption and, and the post. And it's, it's interesting. As soon as you said that uh, Steph Curry's son name was Cannon, in my mind, I was thinking, damn, he's, ra- he's going to raise a shooter. And then you, you know, segued right into Pap and Remy. So salute to them. All right. Mm-hmm. And Future put out his baby as in another album that came out on Friday. A surprise. All right. Beast Mode 2, the sequel to Beast Mode, which came out in 2015. And then he also went on Twitter and said, enough of these little N-words running around like I make y'all. I've been humble way too long. Your titles and flows came from me. Stop effing playing. Your ad-libs minds. I gracefully gave you a style to run with like it was your own. Thank me, King Pluto. Your clothes, flows, and hoes. I'm the reason. Only thing I ever said in life I didn't come up with is no cap and I made the world say it. No cap. You know what's so interesting, man? I put on Beast Mode 2 while I was on vacation because I was you know, seeing everybody saying things like, oh, Future is back. Mm-hmm. And I put Beast Mode 2 on and it sounds like the same music Future been making. So it makes me wonder if, why do y'all think he's back when he clearly never left because he never stopped making that quality style of music or that sound of music. And they said he actually waited to drop this album. He was supposed to put it out on July 4th, but he didn't want to do that because it was too close to Drake's release of Scorpion, so he didn't want to compete with that or mess with those numbers, so that's why he waited. Oh, some yeah. people were trying to say was that really going to affect Drake's numbers. Some people, well, that's his good friend, though, <laughs> so I guess he just said, I'm going to just wait. Yeah, Futures, I think Future's projected to do 70,000 this week. Drake's expected to do 750,000 over a billion screams. Yeah, Future. What'd you think of the album? You heard it. What, Future? Future album. Sound like everything else Future been putting out for the past four or five years. Yeah, me. some people thought he put it out because of uh, Sierra and Russell. Uh, they, they were celebrating their people second wedding anniversary, which happened to be the things, same boy. day that he put it out. So the reason was it was supposed to be July 4th. Okay.
All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, when we come back, we got front page news. Uh, we got some more updates about the boys in the cave, correct? Yes, they're going to be correct. All right, we'll correct. do that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. NB asking dumbass questions. I just got a question. Like I got answers. I don't know. I just said. What was the the question? Tell the question to to the people you just asked. I said, why does Jay Z always wear a helmet when he jet skis? Why shouldn't you wear a helmet when you jet skis? Are you supposed to? There's some places that you have to wear a helmet. Like when you go to Greece and places like that, you have to wear a helmet. But. When I seen Beyonce on it on a jet ski, she didn't have one. I'm, I'm just curious. If I'm not too sure of, of 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 my jet skiing abilities, if I don't know how to swim, if I'm not a, 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 a avid jet skier, yes, I would wear a helmet, and I wear, would wear the life vest. I will first. say that I you don't have to wear life. I don't know how to swim, and I went jet skiing, and I didn't wear a helmet. But just, just, well, just you guys aren't definitely had on a, li- a life vest. Question. Okay, I don't have no problem. I don't. Even but if I got a helmet, I'm making my my wife got to wear a helmet too. <laughs> Why? We all wearing helmets. Beyonce got all that hair. It's the same thing as having a helmet. No, no, it's not. Yes, it is. All right. Well, anyway, well, let's let's get in some front page news. Now, are we getting them boys out the cave? Yeah, it's looking uh, like it is going to happen. Now, we're going to give you the full story right now. Another boy has been rescued this morning. There's still uh, eight more people inside of the cave. They've been in this cave since June 23rd. There's 90 divers that have been actually assisting with trying to get these boys out of the cave. They're a soccer, they call it football team from Thailand. And the boys are aged 11 to 16, and they have their 25-year-old coach. They're saying the coach is actually in the worst condition out of all of them because he's been giving them all his food and supplies that he has. So they expect that he will be rescued today. They just restarted those rescue missions today. Now, they said that flooding and monsoon flooding blocked off the kids' escape and prevented rescuers from finding them for almost 10 days. And the reason why there's so many people is because in order to rescue them, it's a complex maze inside of the cave. So they have ropes. So they have different people attending to the ropes. And you have to follow the rope back to kind of get back through. And they said most of the kids can't swim. That's another issue. So it takes two divers and a lot of trust involved with the kids for them to actually be able to get out of the cave. At one point, they even talked about leaving them in the cave throughout the rainy season. But then oxygen started running low and officials were worried that the boys and their coach, they're on one dry piece of the cave. They might end up uh, losing that piece of real estate that they've been in. But they said the boys who have been rescued, so far five boys have been rescued. They're hungry, but they're in good health. One of those five boys was rescued just today, this morning. And they expect that things will go really well today. Another thing is they did days of practice runs. So they didn't just go in and try to rescue the kids. They actually had practice runs with the divers. It's going to suck to be the last person to get rescued from that cave, by the way. It's probably going to be the coach. And, uh, and well, no, they're saying the coach is in worse condition out of everybody. And so they expect to rescue him soon. Oh, damn. Because oh, yeah. what they're doing is they're trying to rescue people that need to yeah. get medical con- um, well, attention first. I ain't going to be the I'll last tell you boy. What, I couldn't be in that cave <laughs> I'll be the one in there acting like I, I'm, I got it the worst out of everybody, okay? I would outdo that coach right now. All now, right. on Friday, there My has goodness. been one death so far. That's a former Thai Navy SEAL. He was a volunteer, and he was the first fatality, as we told you um, earlier this morning. He died on a mission to place the oxygen canisters along the route. So 90 divers down there in total trying to make this happen. I'm still confused on why it was so easy to get in this cave but so hard to get out. Well, there was a flooding and I guess they said it started raining really hard so the kids went further in to try to get to someplace dry and that's when they got lost. It's like a maze inside. Mm. So because of the flooding, they had to try to get someplace drier and that's when they got stuck. Mm. And who found them? Like, how did they find these boys in the cave? Like, because I'm sure there was no cell phone service or anything like that. What? Like, how did they find them? 
I'm, I can tell you. Mm. But right. uh, they've been missing for a while. So I guess somebody knew maybe that they were going into the cave. And who knows? But uh, let's talk about Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. He was followed to his car on Saturday. Protesters were yelling personal insults at him and po- about politics. Now, this encounter took place in a parking lot outside of a Louisville restaurant. You can hear the protesters yelling at him. Check it out. Why are you separating so they're asking, why are you separating families? Where are the children? Where are the babies, Mitch? And he was not responding, but his wife was saying to leave uh, her husband alone. Now, a 92-year-old Mexican man has been beaten with a brick and told to go back to your own country. This is awful situation. Rodolfo Rodriguez, he accidentally bumped into a young woman while trying to pass her on the sidewalk. He was just trying to get home. And the child's mother erupted, shoved him to the ground, smashed his head with a brick. And four men started kicking and cursing him. There's video footage of this also. Mm. He suffered a broken cheekbone and two broken ribs and has remained hospitalized. So none of the attackers have been identified. They do have a GoFundMe account that has been set up. Well, your president set that tone, ladies and gentlemen. A 92-year-old man. (laughs) Okay, your celebrity in chief set the tone for that. All right. Well, that's front page news. Now, when we come back, 800-585-1051. We're talking Chance the Rapper. Now, people were upset with his proposal, Yee? Oh, God. Yeah, we read you what some uh, people were saying on Twitter just about she deserves more than that. You guys have been together for so long. He proposed at a cookout. He got down on one knee. Their daughter ran up to them, and she... his. Fiance, and that's his fiance, looked very excited about it. All right, well, let's open up the phone lines. 800 585 1051. We're talking Chance the Rapper and his proposal. Do you think that it was too simple after being with somebody for five years? Why, first of all, why do you care? You're not the one marrying Chance, and you don't know why Chance decided to do his proposal the way he decided to do it. You know nothing. 800 585 1051. That is the question. Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Do you Club. think Drake believes it was God's plan for Kanye to tell Pusha T uh, about his son and stuff like that? You know, I was just wondering. I was wondering if if if, if Kanye did like yo so and so, or was it like a yo? That's you know, Drake's having a baby on the way. I wonder how it went. We'll, we'll discuss next hour. You know? I don't know. Oh, anyway. <laughs> Well, we're asking 800-585-1051. We're talking Chance the Rapper. Now, he proposed to his wife over the long weekend, and people were upset about this, right, Yee? Uh, yeah, they were upset, saying that she deserved better. They've been together for uh, such a long time, and they have a child together. Why was his proposal just at a cookout? The audacity, the unmitigated gall of you foolish-ass people on social media to think that Chance the Rapper's proposal to his fiance has anything to do with you. As if you have any say in that proposal whatsoever. Now, if he does it publicly, you're allowed to critique it. You're allowed to have an opinion on it. But I'm allowed to tell you that your critique and your opinion sounds stupid because that's that man's proposal. If she likes it, that's all that matters. Nothing more, nothing less. I am with you. If, if she likes it, she enjoys it. And like you said earlier, we don't know the significance of that house. Nope. We don't know the significance of that barbecue. Nope. We don't know the significance of where they were. If she likes it and they enjoy it, she said yes, that's the only thing that matters. She, she, looked like she looked very happy. That's and right. she posted a lot of pictures. They posted a lot of pictures of her afterward, looking excited, showing off her ring. So if she's happy, that's what really counts. For all we know, that barbecue might be a tradition. You know where, where right. they're from? Because I, I guess they were in Chicago. And, you know, I, 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 that might be I a mean, tradition. I mean, it was just a family that, barbecue. But I'm saying that, that might be something. They might have met at that same barbecue years ago. We don't, we know. don't know. 
Okay, now, <laughs> speaking as a person who did a great proposal, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I did Lord. my proposal in the island of Anguilla about four or five years ago. I don't mm-hmm. remember. I'm bad with dates. But I did my proposal in the island of Anguilla on the beach while having candlelight dinner, you mm-hmm. know? And I was talking to my wife about proposing to her, and she was saying, like, at, at this point, I don't even care how you do it. I said, well, if I did do it, I would do it on an island like this, and we'd be having dinner on the beach, and I would stand up like this, and I would get down on my knees and pull out the ring. Did you do and, and that voice that you're doing right now? No, I but as I, I, as, I, as I was I talking to her, I was describing <laughs> the scene we were in. Right. Letting it all play out. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, my proposal was fire. All right? <laughs> That was all right. That and was and all right. It was, uh, it was mediocre. I mean, after all you put her through, you should have done a little more. On an island in Anguilla, dinner on the beach, it on the moon. Man, shut up. <laughs> all right. It was 20 years of her waiting. Hey, Marquise. <laughs> What's up, man? What what you think of uh, Chance the Rapper's proposal? I mean, his proposal, from what I've seen about the proposal, I think he did real good. Because after five long years, what you expect? They could have been what you, like Sonny Man said, it could have been the house they met at. Yeah. Or they, um, one of the houses they wanted to get in the future. Was I mean, even if it wasn't, water. who cares? Even if it was just a cookout. Now, if, I'm going to be honest with you. that's when you want to do it, that's what you want to do it. By the looks of those houses, that is not a house Chance wants to buy in the future. Right? No, Stop it. No, that, right, that, it it looked like right. it was in the hood of a cookout. That's why I said it might be some significant. It's family. Might buy it off and give it to, you know, low-income housing. And by the way, it's a very housing. Chance the Rapper type of situation. Just, you know, knowing how all the great things that Chance does for the community. He's not all bells and whistles. Why not? Hello, who's this? Hi, MV. This is um, Bridget. Hey, Bridget. Sound like you made that name up, but I'll rock with you. No, it actually, it's my real name. I was going to give a fake name, but I'm like, whatever. All right. Now, what we're is? talking about this proposal. What did you think? Hi, MV. Hi, Angela. Hi, Charlamagne. Hey, Happy hey, belated birthday, Charlamagne. C40, Uncle Charlotte. What's happening? Thank you. <laughs> um, So, I got proposed to at a backyard, in our backyard, at our, like, housewarming cookout. And it was perfect. Like, all of our families were there. Right. My family was in town. His family was there. It was perfect. It was exactly what I would have wanted. And who are these people? Somebody that's single. <laughs> who are you? Never right. been engaged. Yep. They got something to say. They're probably young. I, it, it depends on you and that person. Like, me and him frequent strip clubs all the time. If he would have proposed to me at a strip club, it would have been funny because it would have been our thing. Like, I get it. And that's oh, all that matters. Y'all do That'd have been dope if you, if a stripper came up to you and popped that poom poom and made the ring spit out her poop her coochie. Right. I don't know if that I, would be. I don't know if I don't that, know that would have been. That would, been that would be kind of disgusting. But if you like it, hey, we love it. All right, eight hundred. That ring would have slid right on. That's nasty. <laughs> that is nasty. Nobody want poom poom juice on their finger. You know what? Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. We're talking chance to rap, but people are upset the way he proposed to his fiance. How is anybody upset about how someone else proposes? We'll talk about it when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club, and we're talking Chance the Rapper. People are upset of the way he proposed to his fiance. Now, he proposed, looked like a, at a barbecue, backyard barbecue, and people are like, oh, you've been with her five years. It should have been more elaborate. It should have been more this. It should have been more that. But if she's happy, who cares? Who cares? We Listen, don't know the significance man. of that house. Exactly. We don't know the significance of the barbecue. We don't know. Mind your business. Enjoy. I got. I uh, asked my wife, actually, in Central Park in Manhattan, and it, we were on a horse and carriage, and it was nice, and it was lovely, and it was beautiful. She always remembers it, but... Did the horse stink? 
the horse did stink a little bit, but we weren't thinking about the horse. We were just <laughs> thinking about love, and, and that's all it was. She was happy. I was ecstatic, and that's what it's about. As long as your girl, your woman, your fiancé, or the person you're marrying is happy, who cares about anybody and, else? And Chance is a very cerebral person. He's a he's a rapper. You know what I mean? So he thinks things through. I'm sure that it was a reason behind him choosing that location. But guess what? We don't know the reason. No. But we, we come to these, con- we jump to these conclusions all the time. Mind your goddamn business. When will people learn there's no business like staying the hell out of my business? So please, stay out. Tanya. What's up, what's up, what's up? What's up, what's up, what's up? What do you think about that proposal, mama? I think it was fun because people always in somebody's business because I'm married now, but when my husband proposed to me, somebody told me it was ghetto. And I look back at that person now, and their baby mama, their baby mama times too. So, well, how, well, how did your husband propose to you? Then? Let's hear this. <laughs> so, when my husband proposed to me, he was like, "Yo, baby, you want to marry me?" And somebody, I don't want to say their name, was like, "Oh, you should have went to somewhere formal." And I'm like, "Well, that was formal for me because I got the ring and I'm married." And that person now is a baby mama times too. But where did he do oh, it? Somebody was hating. He did it in our home. Okay. First of all, I don't see anything wrong with saying, yo, baby, you want to marry me. You know what I'm saying? Did he do it on his knees at least? Yes. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I can already tell he's not the most articulate person. So, yo, baby, you want to marry me is a very honest and direct question. And and yo, baby, did you want to marry him? Yes, Yes, I did. And I'm still with him 25 years later. There you go. There you go. I bet you he asked you to do everything like that. Yo, baby, you want to go to the movies? Yo, baby, you want to go to dinner tonight? (laughs) You don't know the significance of yo, baby. Exactly. And we've been with each other since <laughs> high school. High school sweethearts. We've been with each other since we was like 18. Oh, so he hit you with the, yo, baby, you want to go to the prom? <laughs> we didn't go to the prom, but we have four kids. Oh, okay. okay. Like yo, him. baby, you want to have an abortion? <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> go to the prom. Oh, my God. Come right. on now. Yo, baby, thanks for calling. All right. Bye-bye. She's like, <laughs> why did I call? Too far. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Princess from Louisville, Kentucky. Hey, Princess, we're talking Chance to Rapper's proposal. What did you think? They've been living out of wedlock for all these years. I mean, <laughs> Come on, why you gotta say it like that? I don't like that. Why would you say it like that? You sound like parents talking about y'all shacking up. Go ahead, go ahead, finish what you say, mama. I think it's all this extra stuff. Who are they doing it for? Them or themselves? If she was happy, that's all that matters. That's yeah, all that's that matters. That's what I'm saying. If you happy, hey. All right. Well, thank you, Mama. And, and, and you, happy for you. And you wonder why people don't want to reveal their kids online or reveal these great moments that they're having on social media. You wonder why people keep things to themselves. You know what I'm saying? You wonder why Cardi and Offset didn't want to tell the world they was married. You wonder why Cardi didn't want to tell everybody she was pregnant at first. You know what I'm saying? You wonder why Drake didn't want to share his baby with the world. Word is born. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not hiding these kids from the world. I'm hiding the world from these kids. What? I don't know what the hell Drake said. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, What's to... the moral of the story, the man? The moral of the story is simply this. A hard thing about business is minding your own. Okay? Simple as that. All right. Yeah, we got rumors on the way? Uh, Yes, we are going to be talking about Tory Lanez. He had to explain something that happened. And we're also going to talk about butt eating and the breakfast club. How did this come up in an argument? By the way, that could be, we should do billboards that say butt eating in the breakfast club. (laughs) Butt eating in the breakfast club. I think people would totally understand the correlation. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's the breakfast club. Good morning. And he's like, oh. Um, you can just take the filler out of your lips. I'm just asking. Like, I didn't know you had filler in your lips. I don't, I don't have filler. I'm week. looking at a picture of, of, of Kylie Jenner. That's her name, right? Kylie? Kylie yeah, Jenner. Kylie. Kylie, and she she doesn't have, the, the, her lips aren't big anymore. I'm like, you can just take the filler out? I don't know. I'm just and then, asking. And then he then he points at his ass and goes, so I can just get the ass shots removed? I, I'm like, what? I didn't say that. This guy is crazy. Because he said, yes, you, the fillers, you got to keep doing them. I said, so wait, isn't it like ass shots? You, can just, you can't take the ass shot. Well, why you did you what? point at your own ass when you said that? I didn't point at my own don't ass. Don't think I wasn't watching you. 
you over watching here typing me? on my computer. Okay? <laughs> what? Jesus Christ, man. Let's get to the rumors, man. We're talking tank. I hate this guy. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor on the Breakfast Club. So listen up. So somehow Tank and Tamar Braxton ended up getting into it on social media. Now it all started with Tamar Braxton actually firing her whole entire band. Uh, she claims that they did not show up to a show and they were at the Essence Fest instead. Well, Tank jumped into the conversation because he felt like she was slandering them. He said, I have the band and I'm not letting them go. On some real ish, though, sis, don't attack these kids on social media. They're good guys and they'd never intentionally miss a gig, period. If someone in your camp is telling you something different, which I know they are, it's a lie. I'm not here to attack you on social media. either. just here to protect my guys' professionalism and credibility on social media since they were attacked here. Now, she responded... Here's what's funny, sir. Receipts don't lie. I was actually there. You were not. I didn't at anyone, attack anyone. You actually just did. I actually think they are nice and talented guys. However, it was unprofessional to miss my show. I posted in the first place because I felt I owed the audience an explanation as to why they didn't get my regular theater show. Now she goes on to say to Tank, how about you protect your own business, sugar? Worry about that, sweet Tank. I don't know why you are coming at me, but in my opinion, this post was a bitch-ass move. But you do like to have your ass ate. Ain't that what you said on here as well? First of all, I don't Jeez. appreciate her shaming those of us who like to eat our ass eaten. Okay, and that's listen, one. Tank has been very what? vocal about this. Uh, here is Tank on The Breakfast Club. Because I don't mind. I don't I don't mind putting my legs up. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's okay. okay. I don't mind getting your ass eaten. Yeah, not at all. Man, Are you kidding me? Come on, man. And I still remember the first time. And it was tickling at first. <laughs> you know, by about like 10 minutes later, you know. Get in there. Get in. So I was reading the cheeks for her. Get in all the way in. <laughs> now, me and Tank, me and Tank. That's what you do, too? Agree. On one thing, but disagree on a couple things. I'm not throwing my legs in there. You don't put, you put your legs no, in there? No, I'm not requesting Get in there! I'm not, I'm not requesting get in there! Okay, by screaming, get in there. It's not happening. All right. Oh, my goodness. Well, anyway, the tank <laughs> then Tank responded, the people standing around talking and recording with their cell phones are the problem. Instead of intervening when something wrong is happening, you just mind your business. I'm old school. If it's a stranger or a family, if I see something that I know is not right going down, I'm stepping in. I'm not fearful of evil, and I will not stand by and let bad intentions ride. Tamar is a friend. So I didn't come for her. Like I said, originally, I'm just protecting them because I know the truth. I'm not telling you people everything because you don't need to know all that. Just know a real man is in the building. Hate it or love it. And he said something to Tamar, too, about nobody wants to eat your little nasty ass. Right? Um, he did yeah, say that. He did say. Uh, he said, you won't win this one because I can show text messages between them and your husband. At least I think he's your husband. Don't get out of character because no one will eat your nasty ass. That's disrespectful because Vince clearly eats ass. His mouth is always open, ready for ass eating, okay? Vince is like, <laughs> He's stupid. This is always that. <laughs> well, Tamar's last response was <laughs> to call Tank a queen. She said only a true queen would call a woman nasty. Uh -huh. All right. Oh, I thought right. somebody just did something to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somebody ate your butt over there, all right? Just, I thought you had a flashback. <laughs> all right. <laughs> now, in a feature with Rolling Stone, some of the producers that were involved in Drake's album Scorpion said that they feel like the source who told Pusha T about the diss track, well, to help him with his diss track to Drake, might have been Kanye West. So... Now, what they are saying... You can't uh, do that. And Malik Youssef, who worked with Kanye in Wyoming for, in Wyoming for Kanye's A Project, says that Drake played Kanye early versions of his album back in March. 
He said, you got to be careful how you move, I think. Not I think, I know. You got to be careful how you move, what you say to people, what gets out in the whole nine yards. That's not Kanye's fault. That's Drake's fault for trusting Kanye. If Kanye's not in your inner circle like that, then you shouldn't be telling him inner circle business. Yeah, I think that was a bad idea to play Kanye. Not if we cool and I, and I actually About wrote some that stuff on your album. supposed to be something really private. You're trying to keep everything a secret. With neighbors, you know I write on your album. You know how protective people are of their music? And especially with Drake, he was keeping something that he was going to reveal to the world. Right, it was but a Kanye huge is reveal. my guy. I Play write something for that you. Doesn't we're have neighbors. That we're cool. It. By the way, it's, it's amazing. It's I guess they weren't as cool as he thought they were. And it's amazing to me that people are Lesson acting learned. so surprised. Uh, like Pusha T didn't have that inside information. Kanye also works for Adidas as well, so he would know when Drake's line is coming out. He would know what Drake's line is called. Like, come on, stop well, it. Well, that's said, why Drake, that Drake got. Probably, that's why he got those bars then. That's why he got those balls. People were like, well, why are you going at Kanye? That's, well, that's the reason Kanye Pusher had a sneaker with Adidas, too, and Big Sean. No, there ain't no Big Sean's Puma. Yeah. Big, Big Sean, Sean was used Adidas. To have Adidas. He used to have Adidas. Yeah, the whole good music camp is tied into Adidas. That's Drake's fault. Drake had no best Drake's fault. That's all Drake's fault. All right. In the meantime, Drake has a new freestyle he put out in addition to his album Scorpion, by the way, topping the Billboard 200. It's officially the number one LP in the country. It's his fifth number one album. And they're saying that he sold about 732,000 equivalent album units in that week. He also is the first artist to have a billion streams. That's only his fifth number one? one I thought all Drake's albums were number one. I guess not. It's his fifth number one album. Mm. Fifth number one album, fifth mediocre album as well, by the way. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, um, so congratulations to him. First artist to reach one billion streams in that one week. That fight is fixed, though. And you know what? They're also... Why is it fixed? People are streaming the man before, I get to this, before I get to this freestyle, by the People way... People are still buying this album. And he also d- did really well on Spotify, not just on Apple, on all streaming platforms. But anyway... So yeah, and, uh, come on, Jay Z owns title, so Jay Z don't got a billion streams. That's what I'm saying. Fix so the that's fight, Hov. Stop playing. <laughs> that's fat. what I'm saying. All right. All right. So anyway, Drake's influence, they're saying, has been felt in Toronto as well. They're saying that he's responsible for five percent of the tourism there, and uh, that city gets about eight point eight billion dollars total every year. So that means that Drake's responsible for about four hundred and forty million dollars per year coming into Toronto for tourism. Jesus Christ! Now here he is on his behind bars freestyle that he just did. We know how to peg and chit chat goes. I like R's and V's and O's. I don't really play no tic tac toe. Been with rocks with highs and lows. We seen man last night they froze. Was no cameras, was no pose. Just like that one time at Noble. Good thing man we're pulling out phones. Think you know me? That's not true. We got ties in West End too. She came over and she got slew. Throwing up six like man had flu. I got way too big off views back to the basics i won't lose they want to link when they got no tunes they too worried about selling out shoes i don't give off about jeans or crap or going to milan or going to the met i just want to make these songs for the set the man can rap the man can rap no, no. come on not with not that accent the man can rap all right stop the man can rap <laughs> no okay stop. Who's, who's the man the man it's about drake He's oh, the i know you had a friend named the man the, the man, man. <laughs> the man can rap the man can rap and the man jamaican accent better than everybody on luke cage season two bye Demand. But what, right. what did he say? He said something about Western. Uh, she, I don't know. He said something about He's West Indians. He's not concerned about selling He <laughs> said about the West Indians. He didn't say West Indians. No, he didn't. He said What'd West he End. He said something about, I knew West End. And, I thought he said West Indians. You know what? I thought that whole freestyle was about Jamaicans. <laughs> All I heard was Mon and I'm West Angela Indians. I'm Angela Yee, that is your rumor report. He wasn't talking about the Mon and West no, Indians? No, he wasn't talking about the Mon and West Indians. Okay. He said something about the West and that she right. came over and I slewed the crew. The, I don't know. All right, drop on the clues bombs for Drake. Okay. Never seen a mind not lose ever. Maybe y'all would not <laughs> let that mind get no L. All right. Okay. 
Who you giving your donkey to, man? Donkey of the day is going to uh, <laughs> Michael Sayam. <laughs> what accent what? was that? What accent was that? Um, I don't know. He's a DA who's calling for people's deaths that he shouldn't be calling for. He needs to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him. All right. We'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Ah! It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit it with the heat. Uh, yeah, it's the Breakfast Club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Yeah, it's Donkey of the Day for Monday, July 9th. Goes to a San Bernardino County District's attorney named Michael Selyum. Now, Michael is a 12-year veteran of the DA's office, and they are asking for him to be fired. Let's be clear. It's our first day back to the BS. We've been on vacation since the 29th of June, and I want you all to know that nothing has changed. Mayonnaise is still disgusting. Mayonnaise still stinks, and Michael Selyum is proof of that. Okay, I keep telling you all that we live in the land of smartphones and dumb people. And according to The Sun, uh, Michael is facing calls for his dismissal over some comments he made on Facebook. Now, Michael Selyum is a prosecutor who specializes in gang violence. But what's ironic about that is on these posts that he made on Facebook, he sounds like a gang member who loves violence. He wants to smoke his damn self. See, Michael has an issue with Queen Maxine Waters and our forever first lady, Michelle Obama. So Michael posted on Facebook, and I quote, being a loud-mouthed uh, C-word that rhymes with punt in the ghetto, you would think someone would have shot this bitch by now, end quote, in reference to Maxine Waters. Now, let's count the flagrant fouls in that one, okay? Which offense was worse? Was it A, calling a woman a C-word that rhymes with punt, uh, B, calling Maxine Waters a bitch, or C, calling for the assassination of Maxine Waters, or D, all of the above? What do you think, class? All of the above. All of the above. Yes. Now, Michael didn't stop there. He also posted a doctored picture of Michelle Obama holding up a sign saying, Trump grabbed my penis. Now, if that's not enough for you, uh, Michael Selyan was discussing a police shooting in the comment section, and he posted, that sh bag got exactly what he deserved. You reap what you sow, and by the way, go F yourself, you liberal sh bag. Okay? Listen, kids, stop sniffing cocaine and then getting on social media. Uh, I'm not saying Michael Selyan was sniffing yayo. I just felt like putting that PSA out there, that friends don't let friends sniff cocaine and then get on social media. Now, would you like to see how white privilege works? Here it is. According to the Sun's reports, the DA's office has been aware of Michael's online outburst since last June, and he is currently undergoing an internal review. Um, excuse me, DA's office in San Bernardino. Why is this review internal? What is there to review? Uh, DA Mike Ramos released a statement and said, we have been made aware of the negative comments and they do not represent the views of the DA's office. Since this is a personal matter, I cannot comment any further. That statement reeks of mayonnaise. Mm. What do you mean you were made aware of the negative comments mm. Michael made? We were all made aware of the negative comments because he posted them on social media for the world to see. And this is not a personal matter because he made his thoughts public. And it's a big difference between a negative comment and calling for Maxine Waters to be shot. Okay, calling a woman a bitch, negative call, comment. Okay, calling a woman the C-word that rhymes with punt, negative comment. Implying that you think Michelle Obama looks like a man, negative comment. Saying that Maxine Waters needs to be shot, terroristic threat. 
Okay, nothing to review. He should be fired, charged, and arrested, period. Mike Ramos, when you say Michael's comments don't represent the views of the DA's office, then how about prove it and remove the cancer from the DA's office? But once again, this is just another example of how mayonnaise works. Okay, <laughs> this is white privilege in its purest form, and you have to remove the cancer because, like mayonnaise, the cancer will ruin the whole dish. Because if you leave the dish, you know, out in the heat when it spoils, you got to throw the whole dish away. Okay, when that mayonnaise spoils in that heat, you got to get rid of the whole dish. So I would encourage the people of San Bernardino to contact their local DA's office and request that Michael be fired, charged, and arrested for ter- terroristic threats towards Maxine Waters. Please give Michael Selyum the biggest hee haw. And I just want the record to show that it was uh, very hard to do that donkey today after listening to Drake's freestyle because I can't stop talking like a yardie. Okay. Out of that, that's worry, not yardie. You're not. Yeah, you're not. You're nowhere near talking about yardie. And neither is Drake. Okay. All right. Right away. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Now, mm-hmm. let's let's continue this Drake conversation. All right. 800 585 1051. We'll say allegedly. Allegedly, the way that Pusha T found out about Drake having a son and the rollout and everything that was happening on the album came allegedly from Kanye. That's Drake's fault. Drake shouldn't be pillow talking to Kanye West. Why do you trust Kanye that much? Well, but the pillow talk is when you're in bed and you're at home alone with each other. They weren't pillow talking. Well, Drake neighbors. allegedly played the album for Kanye. And and Kanye told Pusha T, is that foul of Kanye? That is the question. If you're holding something that close to your vest, if you're holding something that means that much to you, which is your son, right. and you have a rollout for your son, you should keep that to yourself until yeah, the, until the very last minute. Yeah, it's not a smart move of Drake. If there's something that he doesn't want anyone to find out until the album comes out, then don't play it for but anybody. You're my only, guy. only the people nope. involved. But you're my know. guy. Nope. You're, well, no, no, I no. write for you. Hold on, hold I wrote on. on your album. Not only that, I didn't even. I don't even think him and Pusha T had a, a problem before this. The did only they? people you should I trust. They you didn't. were my guy, and clearly you weren't. They no. didn't have a problem before this, so the I wouldn't only, have a problem playing my album for you. I write for you. The only people you should trust with that kind of information is people who have owl tattoos on their ass cheeks. All right. Wow. We don't. Well, we don't know. Wow. Do you know it. Kanye has an owl? He might have an owl. Kanye tattoo. may have an owl. Have an owl right. Right. We don't know. You're but right. my whole thing is, is Kanye is a genius. He's a legend. He knows music. So if there's one person I'm gonna play the album for, it's gonna be Ye. Nope. Well, now I write for him. Drake not, should not, not do that, that in the future. I think he learned his lesson. Yeah, I don't gotta play it's that my record. Neighbor. I don't care. I'm not gonna play that record. All right, well, 800-585-1051. Was Ye wrong for telling information to Pusha T? Because I don't even think him and Pusha T had a problem at that time. They didn't have a problem. It, it was the shot that Pusha T threw. Well, Envy, would you do that? If there was something you didn't want anybody to know about, you were having uh, if it was coming Kanye, out, you would play it for him? And he was a legend, and I'm writing for him, and I really respect his opinion on music? Nope. Yes. Not if I'm trying to keep some information private and don't want it to come out until my album drops. Maybe play some things drops. that don't have that private information exactly. on it you would play, but not something that you didn't want the world to know exactly. until you told them. Not a musical genius that he's he, he, he's, he would... Tell me if he what likes the, it, if I he doesn't. I think you're missing the point of this. What does him being a musical genius have to do with me because telling if, him information about my life? Because my song is whack. He would be like, the song is whack. Don't put that song I'm, out. Is, why would Drake listen to Kanye West about whack music Cause, right now? Cause Drake Kanye, is making way better music Because right Kanye is a genius when it comes to music no. and production and production. Well, and if that was the stuff. case, you wouldn't be calling me here to write for you. 800-585-1051. Do you think Kate Ye was wrong? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody is DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking Drake and Kanye. Now, allegedly, 
The reason, uh, oh, well, I should say the way that Pusha T found out about Drake's situation, his baby, the rollout, was because of Kanye West. So we're asking, 800-585-1051, was Kanye foul? Is now, Kanye at blame? Now, I saw, uh, I, I, was, I was listening to a video that DJ Academics did. I think DJ Academics is the person who said he got this information from Drake. Salute to Academics. But uh, I thought about this, and um, this is kind of dumb. Because first of all, we acting like Drake doesn't have a baby mom who was telling everyone that Drake was her baby daddy. So why do we just assume that the information came from Kanye West? Drake, yeah, no, we, we don't know for sure where it yeah, came we, from, we, but we're just saying hypothetically because the producers in the article said that's what they think. Yeah, but Drake's baby mama has been very, very vocal about that being her child from Drake. So why is it? Why does uh, did Kanye have to hear a song? Well, I guess she also didn't know about the, um, the Adidas line, though, being named after Now, that song. is more likely to have come from Kanye, or not even from Kanye, somebody from Adidas, because Kanye got to deal with Adidas. Adidas. Pusha had a sneak with Adidas. Big Sean at one point had to deal with Adidas. Clearly, good music has an allegiance with Adidas. Correct. So that information could have came from anybody from Adidas. All right, you're messing up our whole theory here. I am, but I mean, okay, we got so to go we gotta look at all angles. No, that's what theories are. You, the theories are supposed to be <laughs> hashed out. You Kanye look at all angles. But did tell Pusha T, is Kanye foul? No, he's not. Yes, he is. If Why? He did. Because I'm listen, I'm playing you my album. I'm telling you something because you're my guy. You're my friend. I think you're my friend. You live next door to me, and I write for you. And I'm sure we both have information on each other. I'm sure Kanye done told Drake some things that he wasn't supposed to tell. Did he play Kanye the song where he took jabs at Pusha T? Well, I'm, I'm sure That's, that was foul. I I, I agree. But he, he probably took jabs after. I think if Con, I think if Drake was dead with Ye and him and Ye supposed to be good, because I even asked Ye this. I was like, why would you produce a record? Pusha T with Pusha T dissing Taking shots Drake. at your guy. Now, now, now Pusha wants to do that record and put it on his album, cool, but I don't think that you should have produced it. And if you did produce it, you should give Drake a heads up. If that's your man, man. I, I said that. I have if had that conversation with Kanye. And what yeah. was his reply? Uh, he said he didn't even think about it. And he, he didn't say that in a disrespectful way. He was just like, yeah, I didn't even really think about it because he said that, and this is his exact words were, Drake and Pusha have always thrown shots at each other. Mm-hmm. So he said he didn't think nothing of it. That, that was, that's, what he, that's what Kanye told me. Nah, well. This went a little too far. What do you think, E? Um, I think that Drake should have never played that for Kanye because it was such a big, you know, reveal that it was going to be on his album, and a child is a big deal. If he wanted to play some other things, fine. Other but friends, maybe, we're maybe th- I just think that if there's anything that I you want to, if you want to keep it under wraps, you have to keep it under wraps. Period. Uh, That's just my feeling on it. So, what Kanye? If it was indeed Kanye who did that, clearly that's not your friend. Yeah, well, that's not his friend. He found out. You the thought it was. Tristan. Hey. All right, now we got Tristan Thompson on the phone. Now, what do you think about the, the whole Kanye situation? I think Kanye was fall for it. Like you said, if that's his dog, that's his man, then he should have kept that on the loop. You know what I mean? He should. He should never. He should never reveal that. Yes, the mind, mind, mind needs to mind business. <laughs> what? Mind, mind need not share okay, business. Okay, all right. Damon. With people who not his mind. Hey, I got, I got, a, I got a really easy response to this. It, infrared was a uh, was a response to a Drake this. So if you know this is a response, why would you even dis- why would you even reply to that knowing you gave him the information, you know, a- already? I mean, you set yourself up to lose. Well, 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 he probably didn't uh, cuz you know the last time Drake actually I think sent a shot at Pusher was a couple years ago. What was that record um Two birds, one stone. Yeah, I think it was. Stone, yeah, yeah. That was a couple years ago. So he probably wasn't expecting. Probably wasn't even thinking. Yeah, about he probably it. wasn't expecting Pusha to come back. Not come at back all. at him. And then push it through that stone, and then it just just went all yeah. bad. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. We're asking if Kanye gave Pusha T all the information about Drake is Ye foul. We're asking is Mon wrong for spilling Mon business 
to other man. <laughs> what? Okay. Call us now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was Gold Link with Crew. How long we been playing Gold Link, man? Mine been playing Gold Link <laughs> to too long, and I want mine to stop playing Gold Link because mine can't stand to hear Gold Link anymore. Mine. It, it, what accent is that, bro? That is Aubrey Graham. No, it's <laughs> mine. Okay. My goodness. All right. Well, eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. We're asking: Is Kanye foul? Allegedly, he told Pusha T the information about Drake. And, you know, about the rollout, the Adidas line, all that. Is he foul if he told that? Um, I don't think Mon is foul for oh, telling God. other Mon business because Mon should oh not have gosh. told Mon, who not really his Mon, about his Mon business. See, Mon is dead foul for telling that business, Lord. He should have never, never, ever, ever, ever jerk chicken, never said anything about anything. Ting! Especially, ting! Especially. Ting is tasty. <laughs> I drink a... T- I drink Ting. You know I like Ting, man. <laughs> you know what? Hey, what's your name, man? My name's Thaddea. Do you think uh, Ye is foul for telling Drake that info, if, if we tell him pushing that info if he did? I think I think he was foul. Yeah, I do agree with that. But I also think Drake, you know, learned a valuable lesson and, you know, releasing some of that information. I think both are true. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. I don't, I don't think they're mutually exclusive. Keisha. Hey. Good morning. Good morning. Now, you think if Ye told Pusha that information, you think Ye was foul for that? No, because you got to think about it. That's just the way he is, you know, and he's not real good friends drinking the way. So, you know, it's just open business. Okay. I don't see the problem. I mean, I don't think that you should tell anybody anything that you don't want to get out. So clearly he trusted Kanye West, but honestly, that's his fault. Why would you trust somebody that's not in your camp like that with that kind of information? Hello, who's this? This your boy D from the Bronx. What's good, Envy? What's, what's good, Charlamagne? What's up, bro? Peace, brother. Good morning. We're asking, you think Ye was foul if he gave that information, bro? Nah, not at all. Look, everybody's being a little too sensitive. It's a rap battle. Let's not forget about the Nas and Jay-Z and Jada Kids. We never cared about that. And Charlamagne, shout out to you, 78, baby. I'll be 40 this year, too, baby. C40, baby. Welcome to the club. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Kristen. Hey, Kristen. We're asking if Ye gave Pusha T the information about Drake. Was Ye foul for that? I have to agree. Yeah, I'm a huge Drake fan, and it's a catch-22. If Drake felt like at the time that Ye would have, you know, told Pusha T, he probably would have made him sign a non-disclosure, to be honest. He probably was just trusting him with this information because Ye, as you said before, he is a musical genius that, you know, for current music, but at the same time, he just wanted that opinion as well. Absolutely. So like, yay. I feel like, yay, you know, broke that bro code or man code, whatever you guys Mon code. Mon. Mon. Mon code. Mon. Mon code. Mon code. Mon code. Mon code. My goodness. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Now, uh, Mon. Mon. You want the moral of the story, What man? is the moral of the story, Mon? Uh, the moral of the story is Mon should have never told Mon things he didn't want other Mon to know. Next time, Mon should only trust other Mon with owl tattoos near their Mon parts. Okay? Not to mention, we don't know if Mon told Mon because the info could have come from Mon, baby mama. All right, and not I don't Mon. know what the point was. <laughs> okay. I don't know this either. Hurts me. Yeah, we got rumors on the way. Yes, let's talk about uh, breaking down crying. Find out who was on stage performing and couldn't get over their breakup, and it was very emotional. Bet you they were our cancer. All right. Well, we'll get to that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. You and you. Okay, we played this record 20 times this morning. Sure did. Look alive. I feel like, you know, I would, like, I would like to hear Drake in my feelings this morning. That's a tough tune. I play that in the mix. I'm going to play that in the mix. Uh, Cardi B, I like it. That's the number one song in the country. I'm going to play that in the mix. And Lil Duval, smile, bitch. Oh, I'm going to start the mix over that. You going to play my dog?
Living your best life. Drop one of Clues Ball for Lil Duval. Lil Duval got the best song of the summer. And it's not even close. All right? But I could be biased. You could be. I could be a tad bit biased. I like this song. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, I'm going to play it in the mix. I'm going to start the mix off with that. But let's get to, to the rumors. Let's start with Tory Lanez. It's about time. What's going on? Yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, by now, I'm sure you all saw the video footage of Tory Lanez getting into a physical altercation during his show. He was in Toronto. He was on his Memories Don't Die tour. Mm -hmm. And he was about to start his crowd chirping, which he always does when there's a video of this. If you have Revolt TV, you can see the video. And he starts swinging punches. I don't know what exactly happened, but he did address it on his Instagram. Here's what he said. I want you to understand two things. Number one. Is a difference between somebody who come to your show as a fan and somebody who come to your show to cause you a problem or to cause you bodily harm. Number two, if you've been to a Tory Lane show and you understand I crowd surf in every single one, and they love me for that because I get in there, no security, people love me. I would never disrespect my fans and file off on a fan. Hey man, R and B dudes been tougher than rappers for at least it a decade. It's crazy when you see that video. Trey Songs, Tory Lanez, Chris Brown, August Alcina—they all fight you. Even Neo take his hat off and headbutt you. Okay, they R and B dudes been tougher than rappers for at least a decade now. Well, I guess we'll see if there's a lawsuit coming. You know how people? I'm sure it'll be a lawsuit. All right, uh, Halsey and G Easy broke up over the holiday week as well. Now, she also was performing on Friday night, and she actually broke down a little bit. I guess she probably is still going through those emotions because they were inseparable. Check it out. Wait a minute. So that was Halsey. Yeah. Who was Justin Bieber marrying? Haley Baldwin. Oh, Haley. Okay. Uh, you thought that they just broke up and she's got engaged to Justin Bieber Hall, right away? Halsey, Haley. I don't know. I get it. Both uh, white women, all white people look alike to you. I understand. I like Halsey. Halsey's a nice young lady. I presented an award with her at the MTV Movie Awards. That's They said Justin Halsey was also... Don't, don't confuse me right. now. But I'm pretty sure that was G-Eazy because she was with G-Eazy. Okay. So that was Halsey. Gotcha. Yeah, mm-hmm. Halsey also was spotted with Machine Gun Kelly last week. I ran into him. Lord have mercy. Now, you can't go white rapper hopping now, Halsey. What? She might have just been nope, I don't know that nope, they're dating. Nope, nope, no more white rappers for you. It's All right. over. He's also going to be playing Tommy Lee in that Motley Crew movie. Um, when I ran into him, he was talking about that. Because I hope he... Well, never mind. What? Well, I hope he was. You talk about his penis? You have to have a prosthetic penis because Tommy You Lee's don't know what his penis huge. looks like? I'm just saying. I don't, You're into penises. I mean, I, you know, I just be giving people ammo, but whatever. I remember that sex tape back in the day. Tommy Lee penis was huge. All right. <laughs> Oddly enough, I remember uh, throwing. It is what it is. I remember throwing a bachelorette party for one of my friends, and there used to be this bakery where they would make cakes, and one of the cakes was called the Tommy Lee. And they didn't have enough. So dough. The, the cake they didn't was have enough icing. Shaped All like right. a big penis. The place is called Master Bakers. Wow. Okay. Great. Drop one of clues bomb for them. <laughs> Are they no longer in business? I don't think so. But they, I don't know why. You they should cake? be around. They should be booming. <laughs> That's an amazing the name. The cake was delicious, by the way. Master Bakers and all your cakes are shaped like penises? Not all of them. They had some shaped like vaginas. They had. It just depends on amazing. what the occasion is. Amazing. Right. I want a franchise. All right. And the cake also had little white droplets on it. Amazing. This is getting disgusting. Incredible. <laughs> Come on. Continue Incredible. On. Uh, all right. I'm Googling. Now let's talk about Beyonce and Jay-Z. There's now a 90-minute guided tour at the Louvre Museum. You heard my accent? hmm In Paris. 
And that's where they did their ape-ish video. So now people can go <laughs> and see all the different paintings and pieces of historical art that were featured in the video. Was as he wearing well. a helmet when he did that tour? <laughs> I don't never know why y'all knocking this man museum. for wearing a goddamn helmet, man. <laughs> this man was on a jet ski. This man is almost 50. Uh, safety first. <laughs> Did I don't Beyonce see the have a helmet on? Yes, all that hair is a helmet. No, it's not. And we don't know if he has a soft head or something. <laughs> or <laughs> And he already said on the album that Beyonce is the one that likes to be take risk and take chances and be just jumping off the boat. Jay-Z Jay- like, I need my head. Like, I want to do I want to do these activities with my wife. I just got to be cautious. <laughs> I don't see the problem. I don't see why this is funnier than any of y'all. Oh, my gosh. Okay? Um, all right, now let's talk about Nas. Uh, they announced that Amazon is acquiring a online pharmacy it's a billion-dollar acquisition. It's called PillPact is the startup. And Nas is one of the people who was an investor in that company. So now Nas he's going to get a bunch man. of money. Queensbridge Venture, Queensbridge Venture Partners, that's the name of his capital firm. That was venture capital firm that was an early backer of that firm. So now it looks like they're going to get uh, about $100 million for that. And that's like the second, uh, second yeah, big deal well. Nas yes. has. I think yeah. He has a lot thing. of big deals, but yeah, that's hey, just one of them. Kalish, you know what to do? What? Wow. It's more money. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's how you feel today? No, I'm just saying. It's more money. Okay, I see you. If anybody has a diss song or anything or want to reveal anything, don't tell Charlamagne. <laughs> what the, what? All right. Meek Mill money. put out a new EP, Legends of the Summer. And if you missed it, it just came out. This is his first project since he was released from prison. His four tracks on it. One of the big ones on here is a Philadelphia featuring Swiss Beats. And I got a little snippet so you guys can check it out. That last verse on that record right there, oh, my God. Meek was in, was on another planet when he was snapping on that verse. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. And I just want to tell you all Master Baker's is still a thing. It is? Oh, it's still around. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm looking at it right now, Master, mastersbaker.com. My goodness. <laughs> yes. All right. You see any cakes you like? No, I haven't clicked the link yet. Well, shout to Revolt. <laughs> we'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the mix is up next. Let me know what you want to hear. You with. better start the mix with Little Duval. We start the mix Smile, with that. bitch. All right. Well. That's when we're going to start the Hottest record of the summer, and it's not even close. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.